Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education. Well, hello everyone. I am Katie Petrick, joined by David Fiorazzo. Now, before we get started, just a quick mention that we are starting to build up our presence on the Twitter and have just received the coveted blue check mark. It's official. We exist in real world. So those of you who like flying around the Twitterverse, search for Freedom Project and give us a follow. We post full episodes and clips throughout the week. Again, simply search Freedom Project on Twitter and give us a follow. And make sure in that project, it's P-R-0-J-E-C-T. We had to make it a extra special there on, on Twitter. Well, anyway, in Wisconsin, the second largest school district has uh, notified parents that they're promoting a week of gender identity programming for all grades starting in kindergarten. Say it isn't so. I got to tell you, you guys, uh, a friend of mine from California texted me the other day about this, and I don't know how he heard out about, heard about it, because, hey, um, uh, what's this about Madison educator telling kids about snow person, not snowman, ugh. And that's, of course, he's referring to the gender thing. But the headline is, Wisconsin School District kicks off gender identity week for K through 12. Can we emphasize that this is K through 12. Uh, yes, David, it is inclusive. Yes. So right. obviously it's K through 12. If K you left 12. out, you know, the young and innocent. I mean, what about pre-K? You're not including pre-K. So they're not being inclusive. They are not here. as inclusive as they like yeah. to think. So parents in Wisconsin's second largest school district were recently informed their children, as young as kindergarten, would undergo a week of gender identity programming where they will learn about a, quote, spectrum of genders and sexual orientations and rainbows, fluffy bunnies and other things. No, that's not in the article, but this is according to a report that came out, I believe, a week ago, but it's the Moscow East, Moscow of the East, Madison, Madison, Wisconsin, Metropolitan School District or MMSD for those keeping score at home. The elementary schools will endure this week of gender identity. Now, it's part of the welcoming mm. schools program. Who, Katie, who would not want to be welcoming? Everyone wants to be welcomed. Yeah. And this program is, is meant to, as they say, uplift school communities with critical tools to embrace family diversity, create LGBTQ plus and gender inclusive schools, prevent bias-based bullying. Oh, yes. Prevent bullying. Bias-based bias bullying used to just be prevent bullying, but now we're preventing bias-based bullying. Minute. Aren't they biased against the <laughs> biblical worldview hey, and hey, Christians? Hey. Wait a minute. That's now. not what we're talking about here. Okay. All right. And to support transgender and non-binary students. So obviously we know what this whole week is going to look like or look like, <clears throat> looked like for the students. Um, what education they actually got during the entire week same as normal <laughs> would you did they have a, a few more you know posters put up and a few more uh all-inclusive snaps for everyone but otherwise i'm it's madison wisconsin yep. so their school systems tend to just do this on a day-to-day -day basis but at least oh. now the elementary students got some <coughs> some clarification and understanding education when it comes to those three big circles 
that we used to put stack together and call it as a snowman, but now it's not right. a snowman, right, David? Right. It's, I, it's not that. I think we were wondering, because of the wording of the article, when this was actually unleashed, but it says the email informed parents about the lesson plan intended for the week, so we believe this happened last week, but let's, let's watch this video and get more information. Hi, my name is Jennifer Herdina. My pronouns are she and her, and I'm the Welcoming Schools lead for the Madison Metropolitan School District. One of the ways that we talk about gender is using this graphic of the gender snow person. And you'll notice that I called it a gender snow person in order to be more inclusive in my language. So when we look at the top part of the snow person, there's the gender identity, and that's how you feel and who you know you are. And that could be girl, boy, both, or neither. We go to the middle section of the snow person, it's the sexual orientation, who you love. And some words that are often used to describe different orientations are gay, lesbian, bisexual, pansexual, asexual, heterosexual. And then finally, in the bottom part of the snow person is sex assigned at birth. And this is your biology. And most often we think about our biology just in terms of body parts, but really our chromosomes and hormones also play a factor into our biology of whether we are male, female, or intersex. So wait a minute. That graph said, or she said, and pointing to this gender, this snow person, biology, and I think she said, and that means sex assigned at birth. So I'm going, okay, wait a minute. They're, they're saying this is biology, which is binary, but sex assigned at birth. They use that language so they can what? reassign what God designed. Exactly. And so the fact that obviously this is for our elementary students who can't tie their shoes yet and still, unfortunately, some of them need help when they use the restroom. At least now they know what a snow person is. Well, and I'm all glad of they the were terminology. Inclusive. You know, they have to be inclusive to this. The way she said, you know, the language of if people, you know, being gay, lesbian, bisexual, pansexual, asexual, heterosexual, it leaves out all the 97,000 other things that of who you love. And it, honestly, the fact that they wrote who instead of what you love, because as we know, we've reported on in years past, there are people who love, air quotes, inanimate objects. Yes. So that'd be the what. So how dare she not be inclusive to that? You see how this has continuously, it's always one more thing with them one more thing that they have to put out there and the more they put out the less sense it makes to the rest of us can we please get rid of the nonsense and just teach our children how to read write and do some no, arithmetic those days are in the long elementary gone. yep they're long, long gone. gone katie but i am glad that they were inclusive to all snowmen and women oh, yeah. oh, i'm sorry oh. snow people snow people snow yeah it can't really be person because son Implies oh, male, so it has people. to be snow, so, snow it. Last October, the Metropolitan, uh, the Madison Metropolitan Politan District includes over 30 elementary schools, by the way. It pushed this video in October celebrating National Coming Out Day, featuring various LGBTQ staff throughout the district, expressing support for school ch children who choose to come out and reveal their... Ready? true gender and sexual orientation so really so what they are how they were born how you see them and how god created this young boy or girl that's according to them the educators they and them the educators those that 
Those educators, that's not their true gender. I, I'm not confused at our all are, are you confused anyway still to come a middle school in oregon is facing tough questions after they allowed students to skip class in order to watch a tv show that normalizes transgender children <laughs> another day that ends in why we're going to talk about that next as we know Children and adults, quite frankly, are glued to their devices enough. Look at this. I, I have a device right in front of me. So, of course, now schools are encouraging for these said students to not get an education, but to skip class so they can go and watch one of these big devices or something that, you know, would commonly be found on them, like a TV show, um, especially if it's a show about a transgender child. So students at Twality Middle School in the uh, Tagard Tulatin School District near Portland, Oregon, decided, hey, it's okay to skip class to watch First Day. <clears throat> it's a TV series about a 12-year-old boy who identifies as a girl. Oh, boy. The uh, TV watching session happened during the middle school's Transgender Awareness Week, which was actually back in November, and students were able to skip their last two class periods that Friday to watch the show's first two episodes. But, David... If you if you give a mouse a cookie, they're going to want a glass of milk. So if you give these kids the first two episodes, do you not have to give them episodes three and four? Oh, my goodness. Or five yes. and six? They're going to want more. More, more, more. And so the school did say they will eventually play the entire series. Uh, Twality said in one of their several PowerPoint presentations that was shown to the students, and that is according to a public records request that actually the daily wire i'm giving you know props out to daily wire yep. for doing a public records request on their intent here and so they were able to find that of course these kids are going to get to watch more of the first day <sighs> they have to that's what education is learning all about transgender children on a tv show all right against um uh, against my common sense right now i think we should maybe watch a little preview of what these children are seeing. Go ahead. Do you know what transgender means? Are you okay? Here she is, ladies and gentlemen, Hannah Bradford. Is she starting a new school? First day of high school. Now, we'll enroll you under your legal name, Thomas, but any non-legal documents, we use the name Hannah. What if they can tell? If they find out? Having fun? Hannah? I think they know. I just want to be treated like everyone else. This is who I am. First day. I, I do want to say, you know, this is pretty amazing. I mean, that looked like uh, a lot of money went into that. And so just I wonder how much money is behind this, this whole thing. Of course, that's the education system. That's the, the you know, how powerful the LGBTQ lobby is. And look at that. It's, it's almost like something you would see on one of those cable channels or, you know, something you see on TV or on, uh, what is it, Netflix or whatever, streaming. They're, they're pushing this with money and marketing. I remember David Capellian about 15 years ago wrote a great book called The Marketing of Evil. Mm -hmm. And um, boy, also, I want to mention this before I forget. A lot of this goes on, you know, when they're celebrating different weeks or days or special times where LGBTQ can come out and be proud like they're not proud all year round. But you can go check out what Linda Harvey calls a school corruption and propaganda calendar. I'm just going to give you the website. Go to missionamerica.com, missionamerica.com. Warning, 
graphic content because it's what they talk about in schools with your kids. So missionamerica.com, the school corruption and propaganda calendar. But Katie, this is sad, and, and I'm going, okay, this is a watch party. It's so, de- it's so deceptive, though, too. Let's just let them watch one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, get well, them to two, like, two them first to, two class periods, and then really then care get about to, Hannah. But it's it's interesting that the actress playing that character is not trans herself. She's an activist, but she she's a she, and so how dare you not put someone who how is trans you? in there? Because how would you? You could anyway. I'm going to break off from that, otherwise I'll go down a rabbit hole. Here's what I want to talk about, though, is that it was Transgender Awareness Week, and that was just you know the end, like sailing off into the sunset for the weekend with those kids. They had an entire week of what indoctrination was put into their minds. And so as the presentation that was presented out to the students and everyone, it uh, said that the whole week was uh, involving educating of the public and standing up for and with trans people at Twality. That's the school. Mm. Now, the week also focused on events and activities that had obviously the significant activism component encouraging students to organize events recruit volunteers and create visual displays in the mornings the middle schoolers learned about transgender history pronouns and what it means to be an ally right there it's history class it's uh for them english class and what it means to be an ally is that just social emotional learning anyway during lunch they could opt in to other activities including a pizza party all right which according to the flyers or presentations they had the fact that it was a pepperoni if you know anything about a full pepperoni before it's cut uh there's some some jokes to be made but they included pepperoni nonetheless uh so they had the pizza party for anyone who decided to make posters to be displayed in the school hallways to show their support for the trans people everywhere that needs to be emphasized a part of this says come to the pizza and poster making today pizza and poster making so they're drawing kids in oh Free pizza, I'm Free there. Pizza. Yep. Make activist posters. They're training them. They're grooming very, very young children to be involved with this and be active and to rep- represent this godless agenda. Yep, the middle schoolers were also taught to educate, don't hate. I'll put that on a t-shirt. Oh. Educate, don't hate. And to use people's preferred pronouns and apologize when they misgender someone. Apologize. Bend the knee? Is that, is that just bow another the way? Knee. Yep, yep. Bend the knee, bow the knee, whatever bow you want to say. Knee. Bow down. <sighs> anyway, we could go on and on. Research it yourself. But when we come back, a school district in California welcomes students as young as, you know, 12 years old to attend a lecture on radical gender theory. <sighs> Public schools, your agenda is showing. Stay with us. Today's show is sponsored by our friends at MyPillow. Save up to 66% on pristine quality bedding towels, slippers, signature pillows, and much more when you use the code EDUCATED. That's E-D-U-C-A-T-E-D, EDUCATED. Support this show and a great American company. Notch another one for Davis Joint Unified School District in California, who is quickly in 2023 becoming the Fairfax, Virginia, uh-huh. or the Loudoun County, Virginia of 2022, well, 2021 and 2022. So, hey, they're coming in strong, trying to fight for the most- Prominence. Prominence, oh, I was gonna say a different word. But anyway, the <laughs> Davis Parent University, uh, a volunteer group that's in partnership with the school district, just hosted a lecture in January with Rachel Pepper. Rachel Pepper, 
There she be. She's a child Jeez. sex change affirming therapist and author of The Transgender Child, colon, a handbook for parents and professionals. And so students ages 12 and up were invited by the school district to attend with any adult aged 18 and up. So could that be your brother who's 18 now, a senior in high school? Anyway, and so she had a lot to say. Take a look. But do not ever think that withholding care or telling a teen to wait until they are 18 and of age to move forward are suitable options. If you find that you are resistant to providing congruence options for your teen and the clock is ticking, keep coming back to love and ask yourself if you would prefer a suffering child or even a dead one to a child who could receive gender affirming care. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I mean, initially I couldn't get past those those goggles on her face. I am pretty sure there is a cartoon out there whose evil villain has those same glasses. <laughs> Someone let me know in the comments. I can't think of which cartoon it is, but I am darn sure there's an evil villain who wears those same things. Mm -hmm. Anyway, yeah, the fact that did you catch it at the end there? She's trying to guilt. Um, yep. Yeah. Her, her use of persuasion is obviously not at, at all comforting or convincing to me. But to say, would you, you know, parents, if you don't affirm your child being transgender, would you, you just want him dead? Is that you yeah. so unloving parents you? Wow. That's what she is saying with a straight face. And the school district is like, come on in, 12-year-olds. You want to hear about this? Why not? Well, during the Q&A segment that they had, Pepper was asked what to do about extended family members who are skeptical of a very young trans kiddo, age four. Really? Here's her response. Sometimes families have to make hard decisions because there may be people in extended families who are toxic and who are not safe people for those children to be around. So toxic. 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 Anyone who believes the Bible and biology and science and the create God's ordered creation, you know, creation of all things, then male and female. If you believe that, you are toxic. I don't even think, according to the way she speaks, I mean, if you want to pull that element out, the entire, like, truth, you want to pull that big T truth out of it and just say, uh, your son is a son, not a girl. Just something like that. That's toxic. Basically not doing exactly what the kid says about who they are, no matter the circumstances, mm. apparently means you are toxic. You and so what does that mean? You kind of completely shut your family away from you yep. and just be obedient to who? Her? To, to the teachers who, are, who say all this positive stuff? To the politicians who go along with this? To the celebrities who go along with it? That's the fallen society that we currently live in. Now, here's what I find interesting. When she was asked, you know, actually about statistics, oh. what they actually were for the youth who identified as transgender non-binary, Pepper claimed that the recent studies of high schoolers have shown that 15 to 19% of youth identify somewhere on the spectrum of non-binary, gender diverse, or transgender. 15 to 19%, that's insane, that is not true. But remember, we did, did just report on the same school district who had an average of 6% of students who identified as non-binary or, right. you know, or neither male or female, which the terminology they used. And that's already 4.3 times the national average. 
And that's three times California's average, which we know California is going to be. Woo-hoo. Anyway, <laughs> but the fact that she's trying to put out there 15 to 19 percent when it's nowhere near that. They play fast and loose with yep. the data. Oh, my goodness. So 19. That's almost 20 percent. Basically 20 percent. Yeah. That's. Do you have do oh you have former God. friends, kids? That means one of them is going to be. Yeah. Where did she pull that one in five of you from? One in five of you. Okay, we've got to move on. Still to come, friends, an employee at Google gets an instant dose of, should we say, karma after realizing a viral TikTok video showing how little she works at the internet giant. Uh, Get ready to see all the perks of working at a giant tech company. Stay with us. If you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project media app. It's 100% free and includes all of our weekly shows, plus lecture series, archive programs, and award-winning animated videos for families like the Presidential Minute, Battles of America, and Heroes of the West. Don't rely on the social media giants to keep you informed. Simply download the Freedom Project media app from your app store and allow notifications. And we'll let you know when a new video is ready. All right, a former Google employee goes viral with day in the life video series ending in layoff news. Wah, wah. Yeah, so there's one of the headlines there. And this interesting story, well, to some, about a former Google employee um, posted a TikTok video of one of her TikTok videos of her experience working at the company's amenities packed offices. It went viral when she announced she was affected by the company's recent layoffs. Yeah, her name is Nicole Tsai, T-S-A-I, and she worked in partner services for Google's cloud unit since 2021. Well, it's 2023 now, sister, and uh, you're out of a job because you do things like this. A day in my life working from the Google LA office. I always grab some candy from the reception before heading in. This used to be an old aircraft hangar, so the decorations hanging from the ceiling kind of looks like an aircraft flying in. Before it was a Google office, this aircraft hangar belonged to Howard Hughes, so there's tons of memorabilia. Next, I'm going to pass by these art installations. They're a really good photo op, or you can sit in there and get some work done. I'm going to head to the coffee shop to grab some coffee and a fruit cup since I missed breakfast, and then I'm heading over to this butterfly-themed room to take my first meeting. Then I'm going to head over to the confetti room to take my next meeting. It's so sparkly and beautiful in here. I love that a lot of our rooms are themed. Then I'm going to grab my two favorite drinks, which is this green tea and coconut water. Next, I'm going to go upstairs and grab some lunch. They always have pizza and a variety of different vegetables and meat. The food is always really good. And of course, everything you see in the office is free. On my way out of the cafe, I ran into a doogler, which is a dog googler, and ran into some ghosts. When they were renovating the office, there were a lot of spooky stories from the crew so there's a whole area in the office where you can listen to them then i got more work done and headed over to the massage chairs to wrap up my day rough life oh it's rough because of the the googler googler what is it the dog googler anyway here's what's interesting about this whole situation we've seen videos like this of other i i guess people who work at these fancy institutions they're out in la and that video went viral at the end of the year and then she put out a couple different videos in the past couple weeks 
about ooh, working at Google and how amazing it everything is. is everything free. is free, of course, and they have all the healthiest foods. But then, not too long ago, a couple couple days, two three days at this point, a couple weeks, she documented her actual experience <clears throat> no longer working at the Google A because Google announced that they were going to have like twelve thousand some um, layoffs. And then she had a video, which you can go find for yourself, talking about how she was then laid off and how woe is me, and she ate away her feelings at Disneyland that night. It's delightful in my, in my book. She actually had to pay for that stuff, I'm assuming now, at Disneyland. Oh boy, what, what a culture shock for her to have to go yes. somewhere and pay for meals and things like that. I mean, you wonder why a company ha has layoffs or has so many, and you're thinking, Look at this. There's, first of all, work is. Uh, I don't. Know if, I'm not sure if we have to put that that word in quotes. Yes, work. It's not just California, but this is Google. They work there. Uh, mm -hmm. There's massage rooms, and a, we don't have a butterfly room. We don't have here. any of the. I, I think we should I demand some, a butterfly room. I had to pay for this water in my cup. <laughs> <sighs> okay, maybe anyway. not. Not the water, but. At least we get free water, Katie. Ooh, water, fine. That's about all we have. Anyway, if you are a fan of this show, please do what you do. Like this video, comment on this video. What are your thoughts on this whole Google situation? And hey, share the video as well if you're watching us on social media, if you you know, went to Google to find us. Now for David and myself, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And thank you for supporting what we do. Until next time, stay educated. Educated is directed and produced by Mike Menzel, hosted by Katie Petrick and David Fiorazzo. Makeup and hair by Katie Scholl. Graphics designed by Dan Kaler. Educated is owned by Freedom Project Media. See other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the Freedom Project Media app. Copyright 2023.